Sarah and I'm really happy to tell you that today's podcast is sponsored by WebHealer, the number one website provider for therapists. They have over 20 years experience helping therapists just like me use the internet to grow their practice. So why not see how they can help you get more from your website? Contact them today with the code CHITCHAT for a £100 discount off their in-house design website service. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Four Therapists and a Chit Chat. And before we start, we have to apologise because this week it's only the three of us. Um, Amanda has taken a much deserved break after setting up her clinic. So she won't be with us for the next couple of episodes. So I hope that's okay with everybody. It will just be three therapists and a Chit Chat. But myself, um, Millie and Nikki are here to have our usual chat so how are you ladies hello Not hello bad. hello <laughs> everyone okay yes thank you yeah good, I good. think so yeah good think so. good yeah so we thought we'd kick off today by talking about um how I suppose how you put your clients at ease when they come into the treatment room how and if you feel at ease when you meet a new client I mean I know when I first started off I was so nervous about having clients come through the door that I didn't know Um, and it's got much better now I've been doing it for a long time but um, I just wondered kind of how you guys felt when you first started out did you have any experiences or tips or tricks you could share Oh, yeah, I know I was really nervous when I first started. And yeah. in fact, it took me ages to get started. Oh, really? I, just, I was I just lacked the confidence. But I think what I've learned along the way, and, and this is how I treat people as well. When I go to see somebody for a treatment, yeah, I kind of put myself in their hands. Yeah. And I think that and so I just need to have that confidence and um, I don't know if bravado is the right word, but to make them feel safe, that yeah. they can put themselves in my hand. You know, that because I think we've talked about this before, how um, people will talk to us about all sorts of different things that aren't necessarily related to the treatment. Mm. Um, and, and I've just learned that appearing to be confident, even when I'm not feeling confident, helps me get through that if that makes sense oh god totally absolutely how how about you millie um well when i first started you probably could hear my bones rattling i was so nervous (laughs) do you know but i sometimes think that um you know actions speak louder than words if that makes sense yeah um i don't know just the whole well it's the environment isn't it and it's how you are you know if you're really calm or I find that if someone's talking too much to me, like that, I that makes me nervous as a client. Yeah, I like someone that's quite calm and um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure what word I'm looking for. Yeah, an environment of your room. Um, I think I'm it's also think, being prepared, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I know sometimes when I've overrun. And I haven't had the time to like double check that, you know, you know, Sarah Woodhouse is my next client. Mm. I'm a little bit flustered that if I call you Sarah, are you are you called Sarah? You mm. know, 
if I haven't met you before, that is. Mm, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and so I've learned that now. So I always make sure that even if I'm overrunning, I will give myself the time to make sure that I am prepped mm. for my next client. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is important, isn't it? Be, being prepared and as much as possible, having your paperwork ready and you know with a name written on it, so you you know you know who you've got in front of you, um, so that even if you've your client your previous clients overrun or you've been busy, you have that. Like you said, Millie, the environment is one of one of calm and an organisation and, and preparation. The client comes in, everything is ready even if you've just literally shoved someone out the door or had a quick yeah. sip of a cup of tea yeah 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 quickly and, yeah. And, and you know ready to go on the next one yeah 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 and you know if you go into a room and it kind of you know feels what the not yeah more homely relaxing mm. like a room you can relate to if you go to somewhere and it's like got that cold feel to mm. it or mm. i never feel very comfortable yeah just really that, interesting that yeah, we've just, at Neil's yard, we've literally just gone and dressed our rooms. We've kind of been given the go-ahead to put stuff back in. So nothing major, just plants, and we we dress it so um, the bed is made with, with Neil's yard bedding, but then we take it off and put our own bedding on. But it's made such a difference. You know, the room just feels really nice. And as therapists, we've all said, it's really weird. We've kind of just... We feel like we're starting work on a better footing and loads of our clients have commented on how lovely the rooms are looking because they're not yeah. just rooms. They've got uh -huh. a real personality to them. You know, they feel yeah. comfortable and cosy. Yeah, it comes across as like a safe space, you yeah. know, um, yeah. for people. Yeah, And I think also, you know, leading up to the appointment, um, I send out a document um, that outlines what will happen in their first appointment, you know, yeah. what type of clothes I'd like them to yes. wear. Yeah, if they I don't do. want to get undressed, that I would like them to bring a bottle of water. Yeah. Um, and just so that they have, okay, they've got a rough idea of, oh, this will happen, that will happen, yeah. you know. Um, uh, and I think that helps. It's, it's sort of taking away the fear of the unknown for people, yeah. isn't it, on their first appointment? Yeah. I think yeah. it's really important that people know what to expect because even though they've, they've lived, obviously chosen you as their therapist, there may still be those unanswered questions. Like you said, you know, what do I wear? How long is it going to last? Um, oh. You know, clothes on, clothes off. I mean, even, even with my reflexology clients, I still send out an email saying, you know, you, don't, you can wear what you like as long as it's nice and comfortable because you're only taking your shoes and socks off. And I do things like parking so they know where to park and they know, yeah. you know, when they come to my house, what to look out for and what path they're going to walk down. And the fact that it's a ground floor treatment room and there are toilet facilities there for exclusively for their use. So I think all of that really sets a tone already before they walk in the door that you're looking out for them and making sure that they feel comfortable coming to your your premises, whether that's your home or your your premises in, 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 that you work from. Yeah, yeah and I really think especially idea. in this climate, you know, that I put in this document that I will be wearing a mask at all times. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, just so that they have that reassurance. Yeah. Um, that the door will be left slightly ajar for ventilation, just so that they can picture what they think it might look like. Yeah. 
yeah it's nice because isn't it? people want to build a picture of where they're going so mm. i think if they can build a picture then there aren't any kind of holes for them to worry about it's like yeah no this is what i'm imagining and actually all my questions have been answered i know where i'm going i know what time to arrive i know what to look out for i know what's going to happen when i walk in the treatment room I know to bring my own water. I know that there's somewhere to wash my hands and go to the loo if I need to. I know it's going to happen before, during and after. I know how to pay. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just really reassuring for people, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know if I... I think. Sorry, Millie. No, that's all right. Carry on. Well, I do think that's the kind of information I would like. Yeah. As a client. Yeah. And so I try yeah. to look at it from their perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what I would want if I was going to somewhere that I hadn't been before. I remember yeah. going for a treatment once and um, it was really weird. I had to walk through like um, um, a children's, um, you know, prams and cots and stuff. That's what they sold in this shop. Yeah. And then the room was was really quite dark and it didn't feel very friendly. Um, and, and I, yeah, I didn't relax at all. Mm. Yeah, because you treatment was brilliant. I have to, you know, the treatment was fantastic, but I remember feeling that it, I felt a bit uneasy. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit disconcerting, isn't it, when you turn up mm. expecting one thing and you know, actually, if you'd have been told what was going to happen, you would have been prepared for all of that, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to know, I, li I like to kind of have that, um, that I already know the person a little bit the therapist yeah. that I'm going mm, to yeah. get a feel of what I know a little a little of them it's not going to be like a total stranger yeah. or um especially if people have got like anxiety or mm. you know but then I suppose that's the beauty somewhere yeah I suppose for us I mean for me I, nobody ever books any of my appointments only me yeah so I tend to have conversations with people it's not like I just see a list of names in an appointment book and this is the first time they will meet me. So I think that's that's a nice thing as well, that we can start to build a relationship before we've even met one another. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I have that when I'm at home, but obviously when I'm at Neil's yard, that's actually what I do have is, is a list of names. Ah. I've never actually met them before because everything comes from Neil's yard unless they contact me specifically. And then, you know, they'll have my communication and the Niels Yard communication, but everything comes from Niels Yard. So the first time I see them is the first time I've ever had any communication with them. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. do you, so when you see somebody at Niels Yard, do you not know if they've come to you because of their neck or their back no. or their shoulder? No, no, I don't. Unless, oh. unless, yeah, unless one of the girls says, oh, this is the client and she had this issue. This is why we've referred her to you. Um, but no, they will turn up, and I and I won't and I won't necessarily know, and that's fine. I think the first time it happened, the first kind of client, I was absolutely pooing my pants, thinking, "Oh my god, oh yeah. my god!" It was really scary. Um, but I think you know, again, I think it's you, Nikki, that said it. It's about you kind of got to fake it till you make it. And you're not faking yeah. it because you obviously you do have the qualification and you earned that qualification. It wasn't just something you, you know, you were given for nothing. You you really did earn it. But it's that kind of like, actually, you've got to be confident enough in your own skills and believe in yourself. And I remember that first appointment thinking, for God's sake, Sarah, pull it together 
you're qualified you know what you're doing <laughs> you know just take take a breath and mm. remember you are qualified yeah, I think what threw me in the beginning is when they asked me like oh why do you think this has happened or you know they ask you sort of not necessarily medical questions yeah. but questions you know that I, I'm not 100% confident I wasn't yeah through through practice and experience I'm better qualified to answer such questions now yeah but, but I think some I of still it is, worry about that yeah but you you were really good with it. I mean I remember we were we were doing the premium Donna festival and, and I know you hadn't done any practice um any work for ages and I was just listening to you um because obviously we're intense you could you could hear where oh, you're spying on me <laughs> <laughs> but you know you, I, what I really loved and I think and I think it's a really important skill is that is to be able to put clients at their ease when they walk mm. through the door and yeah, you, know, you have to don't yeah you? you were just so natural and chatty and you know you when clients are asking you those kind of technical questions you were you were like you know I don't I don't know the answer this might be the answer and and you were really confident with that and I think that's really important to be able to to say with confidence to clients look I'm not medically qualified this could be the reason that could be the reason we won't ever know but let's mm. give you a treatment and yeah. see what happens but I'm but always I think, like I'm just going to be totally honest because yeah. if I'm not honest and I try and muddle my way through then I become yeah. this nervous wreck yeah and like you said, Sarah, I'm, you know, we're qualified. So, yeah. you know, pull yourself together. But if you're <laughs> totally honest with people, this just makes them so at ease. And, it does. Well, you were just you know, asking questions as well, like, how are you? How long have you been here for? You know, mm. it's, it's that kind of normal yeah. chit chat and conversation. And I think sometimes we forget that actually what we're doing, it's not that it's nothing special. I mean, what we're doing is special, but our interactions with our clients are in, are just normal everyday interactions. You know, yeah. you need to say, "How did you find me easily today? How's the weather out there? What have you been up to?" Um, all those kind of normal chit chats that you would have in in any conversation with anybody yeah. else still apply within the treatment room because they're going to put people yeah. at their ease, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If someone comes in and says to me. Oh, you know, I'm I'm exhausted. Or I'm so stressed. Blah, blah. I'm so. Oh, yeah, so am I. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly. And they love it, don't they? They're like, yeah. You feel the same. So yeah. that's how I try and get through my nerves by. Maybe I talk too much sometimes too. I don't know, but. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't no, know. I think we're all. Yeah, I definitely do that. But yeah, and I think. Yeah, it's just being warm and friendly, isn't it? Yeah. And I think as you develop a rapport with a client, you know, you start and they start coming back to you time and time again. And and your notes, actually, as well, it's really useful because you start to remember little snippets of information that you when they come back in, you can say, oh, you know, how is your son? Or, you know, last time I saw you. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Have any, either of you watched the American version of The Office? I've seen no. bits of it, but yeah. yeah. So there's a, there's a there's the guy Michael who's the um, office manager, and he has this um, what do they call them Rolodexes, the old fashioned Rolodexes. Oh yeah. Where every client he has, he's written down little snippets of information, you know, about their hobbies and things they like, and their children and what was happening last time he spoke to them. So every time he talks to a client, he goes through his Rolodex, pulls out the client card, 
and has a chat to them about you know stuff that's happened because he's written it all down oh yeah and I think that's, that's really I, good yeah I think that's I mean I haven't got a Rolodex but yeah I always look back at my notes before I if I if, if I, this is all about preparation isn't it I look back at my yeah. notes right from the very beginning um and you know have a look at conditions they came in with have a look at little notes I might have made about you know there might have been stress because they were moving home or something might have triggered something that, that was going on so I've made a little note of it and it's great and I, I had a client who I haven't seen for oh I reckon it must be the best part of two or three years and she came in and I remembered that when I last saw her she was doing up her house and she had horses and it was great because I remember that and I'd written some notes you know, not about the horses particularly, but about the stress she'd had with, with moving home. We were able to kind of have this really lovely conversation despite not having seen each other for such a long time. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah. it's, you know, just remember those important details about your client because that makes them feel special as well, that you've remembered oh, them. Yeah. It makes them feel special, doesn't it? It makes them feel yeah. that you have, inve- they've invested in us and we have invested in them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, think I so. have a client because I know this. We've talked about this before about playing music. Yeah. And um, I play music in my consultation room. Yeah. And um, she really likes a particular type of church music. Uh huh. And I play that when she comes in. Yeah. And she really loves that, and she likes the fact that, and she knows that I only play that for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, she likes the, it's those little touches. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Because it goes, yeah, you want to build up that rapport, you want to build up that connection, and you want you want <clears> them <throat> to trust you. And it is, it's about that environment they're coming into. It's about the oh. preparation, the investment that you've put in prior to their treatment with sending them a little, hello, here I am. This is what's going to happen when you, when you come to my, my treatment room. And it's just that that whole welcoming environment when they get there. So they feel safe, which means in turn they can relax, which means in turn the treatment will be amazing for them, which means that hopefully they'll come back again. Oh. Yes. Well, yeah, that, that's the theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that, I think, yeah, doing, sending them out stuff and it, it shows them that you take what you do as, as, as a serious thing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that you're professional, and because I don't wear like um, spa clothes, I know yeah. some therapists do. And um, and part of that is, I don't want to have that environment. Yeah, I want it to be yeah. a one-on-one. You know. Well, yeah. you want it to be you. You know. Yeah. That's the thing. You've got. To, it's got to be you, and then and then that means if the environment. Um, and that includes the clothes you're wearing and how your treatment room is laid out. If that's how you want it, then you're going to feel more yeah. comfortable, which means you're going to feel more confident, which means, you know, and so on and so on and so on. Yeah. And do you know what? I, you know, I speak to different people. They've been to different therapists. They never actually talk or say to me, oh, you know, the therapy was wonderful. It's why I was like, the therapist, she's so lovely. She's so kind yeah. and gentle. Yeah. And she listens and yeah. da, 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 da. And I think, oh, you see. So it's that connection, isn't it? As yeah. soon as they yeah. feel that connection with you, then yeah. there should be no nerves, girls, should there? No there shouldn't. But, shaking. But, but there are. But there are. And, and <laughs> yeah. there, there must have been times, because I know that I've had them, 
when you've had when you are just incredibly nervous and you're just feeling out of sorts for whatever reason or you've got a client who's really put you on the back foot or you just feel not uncomfortable to the point you don't want to treat them but you just don't feel it's right for some reason there's something inside of you that's just makes yeah. you feel that it's just the, the the chemistry isn't there for want of a better word mm. yeah so do you do you have any grounding techniques or anything that you use either before the treatment or during it or after it no no I don't think I do so <clears throat> I think I usually feel if I feel uneasy or the vibe isn't right between mm. me and the client mm. from my experience it has been a two-way thing mm-hmm mm. And so I don't encourage them to book another appointment. Yeah. And if they don't offer to book another appointment, I kind of feel it. I know that they're not going to get the best out of my bone yeah. treatment because yeah. it it isn't for them. Yeah. And so why sort of prolong the process? Yeah. I I just I just let it naturally end yeah but but i'm thinking i'm thinking more in terms of how your emotions how how you're feeling do you ever use any techniques just to ground yourself at all or you've never felt the need to no i've never felt the need to i do know um one bone therapist who after every treatment she washes her hands and wrists under cold water i don't i i literally if i'm going to treat somebody seen it once i've they're covered I always like go go to the top of just kind of you know touch their shoulders yeah so they're, uh, they're aware that I'm there and I just usually say you know take a couple of deep breaths yeah and then I just kind of stand there for a minute or so just you know so it's that calm yeah back yeah, get the whatever. yeah yeah and then I start my treatment yeah. I do that with reflexology and bone just yeah but so they know I'm there because you know when you do bone you do a few things you get out the door it's just and that's how I do it for me yeah and it just calms myself so if I feel nervous it's just that how can I explain it kind of goes down to your feet yeah and into the ground kind of feeling like a calm yeah I don't know if anybody else does it they'll know what I mean but yeah yeah I do I I I, yeah if I if I feel like sometimes during a treatment I will almost run away with myself thinking, right, this is this is the situation. This is what I'm, um, this is the client that's come in. This is, these are their issues. And I feel like my thoughts are running 100 miles an hour about what I can do and where I should work and why I should work and all that kind of thing. And I sometimes lose, I find I'm losing focus on the treatment itself. Mm. So I will quite often just take a couple of deep breaths myself and really make sure my feet are flat on the floor and just pause for a moment, whatever I'm doing, whether mm. it's reflexology or whether it's a facial or whether it's bowing, I'll just pause for a moment, just get my feet on the floor and really just ground yeah. myself mm. um, and do a few deep breaths. And then I can kind of gather myself and and, ca- and carry on. So I do, yeah. I do sometimes do a bit of grounding. Sometimes. I mean, you only did that, you yeah. What do you do, Sarah, if, if you have a client that makes you feel uneasy? Um, I, luckily, I've never had anyone who makes me feel uneasy to the point that I'm thinking, 
I don't want you, I don't want to treat you anymore. But I know what you mean when you have those clients, you're thinking, I don't really want to treat you again because it just doesn't feel right. And I, I'm like you, Nikki, I, I try, I, I basically don't encourage a, a revisit, um, you know, because I, I do think a lot of the time it's mutual. And sometimes they will come back, you know, they're really keen to. And I find it, and I find it really perplexing sometimes thinking, why are you coming back to me? Because I'm not feeling it. <laughs> Mm. yeah yeah I've had that where I'm like oh god I completely misread this thing yeah. you have enjoyed the treatment yeah. you have found a benefit to it yeah, yeah. you're giving me nothing yeah yeah it's, it's, so have it's... you ever had someone that's walked it okay this hasn't happened to me but have you ever had someone that's come into your treatment room and straight away you feel like you you don't feel like you can treat them does that make sense you kind of yeah. have that feeling that mm. what do you do then I, I think that's the treatment it's probably only happened to me once or twice and again it was just that I, I really felt like I had to protect myself so I I did um it's called the bubble technique where literally mm. you just you just think to yourself how many bubbles do I need around me to protect me from whatever's going on whether it's yeah. a situation or a person I quite often use I'm driving down the motorway to Wonga how many bubbles do I need to protect me on the M11 <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but I did the same thing you know I did the same thing with these couple of clients and whatever number pops in your head that's how many bubbles you need and, and the idea is that um, anything that's being thrown at you literally just slides off the bubble and doesn't come into you so I make a real, I've done that a couple of times. And then at the end of every treatment, whether it's a Bowen treatment, or whatever treatment, reflexology, whatever, I always make a point of saying to myself in my head, and this is just my little saying, what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours. The treatment's finished. And that's that's how I end my treatments. Oh, that's oh, I interesting. Like that. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I remember I had this one um, client and he came and he'd, he had seen a bone therapist who was out of this world and had always um, solved his problems within one treatment. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who is that person? She, she had retired, so yeah. he couldn't go and see her anymore. And I felt like it was a bit like a shopping list. He had all these things he wanted to do, and see me was one of them. Yeah. You know, but, but so let's get this over and done with as quickly as possible. Um, because I need to get on because I'm going on holiday tomorrow. Yeah. And um, and I just thought to myself, I'm going to give you the best, I'm going to give you the treatment I give everyone, which is the best treatment I can give you. And the rest is up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's all you could do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had, and you'll remember this, Sarah, but I used to have... um. So I used to treat someone burnt and they used to literally like suck the energy out of me. And that's another reason why I I started to ground myself because I used to be absolutely exhausted. And it got to the point when they came for the second treatment, I before they were there, I was exhausted. Yeah. So that grounding myself at the beginning, and I I do the same at the end, just helps me, well, helped me immensely just to not feel that. I don't know what does that. It's it's really it's really common. It's it's a really Is common it? thing. Yeah, it's very common where you you feel your clients almost 
sucking the life out of you it's it's yeah it's not not that it happens to everyone all the time but it's a very common phenomenon 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 ah. because they're talking to you all the time or... no they don't no. talk it's literally i used to work on this one person and i could feel all my energy draining it was i can't really i don't know how yeah. to explain it they suck. It... and by the end of the treatment i was literally exhausted yeah and they came again and it happened again. And then I asked someone for the advice and they said, well, you need to ground yourself. Yeah. And that's how, why I did it. And it, it definitely helps. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why, Nikki. I, yeah. It yeah. is, it is weird. I've only, and again, same with me. I've only had a handful of clients that have done that. But when they do it, it's like, oh, get off me. <laughs> you know, get off me. Um, I remember one client, I used to have to reiki the room <laughs> before they came in. Yeah, I did, because it was just like, oh, my God, I can almost, I can feel you coming up the stairs, you know. It's like, oh. But, yeah, oh it's, it's, a, it's a funny sensation. It doesn't happen, like I said, it's not every client all the time. It's just you get the odd one or two sometimes who really, there's just a strange phenomenon where they just draw all your energy, and you you do have to protect yourself, which is where things like grounding, so, you know, the whole thing of, literally putting your feet flat on the floor and feeling yourself kind of oh. touching the floor and feeling the sensation that you're in the room yeah. um or if you like you're using reiki reiki some some therapists i know use crystals to ground their rooms um any techniques that you can use i think are perfectly appropriate but yeah 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 because it, it yeah, i know a couple of therapists who use grounding stones under their treatment bed yeah yeah. Oh, I yeah. haven't heard about those. I think one of them is, a, is it tourmaline? It's a black stone. I can't remember. Someone recommended tourmaline to me once. It's supposed to, um, I think it's supposed to suck up negative energies. I don't know enough about crystals to be able to, to say, but yeah. Yeah, lots of oh, therapists. I I'll put one under my bed. Yeah. Lots, <laughs> lots, of yeah. Therapists, lots of therapists do use the grounding stones underneath their couches. Oh, that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But ground, grounding techniques, are, you know, I think they're really invaluable because they just make you in the moment present and aware of what you're doing and your surroundings. And I think that, you know, that just helps you in those situations where you're struggling to give a treatment for whatever reason or you feel like you're having the energy sucked out of you. Because it is, you don't just, you know, it's not just a physical thing that you're doing. Even anything, you know, like but like Bowen is supposed to be a physical therapy. It doesn't matter. You're still putting yourself and your heart and your soul into that treatment. And you're still thinking about the person on the bed. It doesn't matter whether or not you believe in energies or anything. You are actually engaging with them on an emotional level, whether you realize it or not, just because you're caring oh. for them. So yeah, it, and it can be draining. Yeah, and touch, it can be draining. It can be very draining. Um, when I first started practicing Bowen, um, I'd hold my breath. <laughs> Did you? For how long? Yeah, I hold, and I was so grateful for Bowen breaks because I needed to go out of the room. <laughs> like, God, bear. Oh, my um, God, Nikki. Yeah, and then sometimes I would want to, like, do a big sigh in the yeah. room. Um, but actually, I now think that that's energy. It's not – because I used to think, oh, God, I hope they don't think I'm really bored – by doing this you know <sighs> um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it is it's it's a fascinating thing all of that I think yeah yeah I think it's just important to establish some 
and some of it comes with experience and some of it comes with doing a little bit of research and preparation it's just really setting yourself some ground rules and guidelines for for treating people like you know and like you said preparation being really happy and smiley and kind when they come in showing an interest in them you know having a chat being confident about your skills as a therapist and just using some some grounding techniques and then you're you're off and away then yeah yeah well ladies we've come to an end of this week's podcast we have run out of time that went quick i know <laughs> it always does though i think i know i know yeah, yeah so, that flew yeah so amanda's probably flitting away um to france right now so amanda wherever you are we wish you is it bon voyage wherever oh, yeah bon voyage. bon voyage and oh, um i'm afraid everybody you've got us three back again next week because she's taking two weeks off on holiday can you believe it <laughs> lucky girl oh, i know yeah. i know okay girls i'll see you next week then yeah have a good week everyone you too. yeah bye. see you next week